Listeners, that is one off the wood. Listeners, welcome back to another episode. Here, we've got a uh, we've got a very special guest here. They say keep your friends close and your enemies closer. We have uh, someone from a very fine podcast. His name's Tommy. He's already on the line, so we're going to bang straight into this. He's from a podcast called A Few Off the Wood. Tommy, welcome to the party. Hey guys, how are we? Uh, lucky to be on. Thank you very much for having me. <laughs> Mate, it's a pleasure. Uh, I'd like to start by apologising for some of our fine listeners who might have um, dropped right onto you, your Instagram there <laughs> and given you a bit of a heckle because we, we might have encouraged them slightly. Mate, that's all right. I mean, Jeffro and Hawkbogan, they can uh, they can say what they want. Hey? <laughs> yes. Sticks and stones, right? Am I right? Or... Sticks and stones. <laughs> they're a scary duo, though. I don't think you'd want Jeffro and Hortbogen coming around to your house, that's for sure. But they're they're pretty safe on Instagram. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean those uh, the cable warriors can get going, but uh, yeah, as long as as long as they don't post my address on there, I think we're pretty good. Well, as, as long <laughs> yeah. as it goes well tonight, Tommy, well, then we shouldn't have to go that far. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I got I got to put on a good show, otherwise <laughs> the Hortbogen right. and the boys are going to come around and, and give me one. So yeah, definitely, mate. I've, we've got to know the answer. We need to know straight off the bat. Like when you were naming the podcast, did you do a little search? Did you search for another podcast? Because you know we've been around for a few years now. Um, you know, you know. Did it come what? up? I would love for it to be as simple as we just sort of saw yours and then changed one word. Like I would love that to be the case. But more embarrassing, we actually had like four family, like four whole family. There was like fucking 20 of us. And we're around a table discussing names. And we just thought this was the best thing since sliced bread, this name. And then it, but like we thought we were fucking geniuses. And then it popped up that you guys, you guys had had sort of been there before us. So, I mean, it was completely unintentional. And I mean, it's more of a reflection on how stupid 20 people were. It's like one of those ones, how many people does it take to change a light bulb? But, uh, yeah, no, it was a, it was a, it was an honest mistake. But uh, hopefully you guys don't mind. Uh, or, or if this could be a bit awkward if you do. <laughs> yeah. This is an intervention. We're going to ask you to shut it down. Seriously, <laughs> yeah. Seriously. Look, um, we we can't afford lawyers, so even if we're upset, I, I think you're safe. Um, and I, to be fair, I don't think we can claim one off the wood. I think it's been around a little while, as far as Aussie slang goes. So, look, great minds think alike. Or what's the other one? The rising tide lifts all ships. Some shit like that. So, <laughs> one of those fucking awesome cliches. I think it's water yeah. under a duck. <laughs> two in the hand, one in the bush. What's yeah, that I think one? a bird in the bush. That yeah, that's the one. Two in the hand, whatever it is. Um, but yeah, so no, but you guys were the uh, the the trailblazers and the and the path setters, and we've just sort of riding on your coattails a little bit here, I think, boys. <laughs> yeah, look, that's the way we see it, anyway. Definitely. <laughs> no, I think that's the way it should be. So, did um did at any point when these twenty people are coming up with a name, did anyone say fuck that could be mistaken for doing lines of coke off erect penises? Did that mm. come up at all? You know what? Uh, yeah. Or several lines. But, uh, no, no, <laughs> uh, 
no, that, that didn't come up. That didn't come up. It was funny. We were doing that just before, so I'm surprised that it didn't. Um, that's how you but, came uh, up with the name. That's how we came up with the name. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's what Sunday dinner normally consists of. So, um, no, uh, I, uh, no I, that didn't pop up, but uh, I'm now even happier with the name, to be fair, the fact that it has that connotation. Get it. What um? Can you tell us, Tommy? What what's your podcast about for the one off the wood listeners? Tell give it a little plug to tell us what um what you guys talk about. Um, yeah. Um, or so, to rephrase yeah. that was what the fuck is this shit? Yeah. Oh, what yeah. The fu- or hashtag what the fuck is this shit? Um. Uh. Yeah. No. 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 Hashtag fake news. Um. Basically, uh, what we are, boys, is we're a, I uh, we're a sports podcast, like sports sort of comedy and. A bit of sort of, yeah, but we focus around the sort of sports world. We get sports guests on uh, every once in a while, the ones that we can get for free because we can't afford to pay them. Um, but, uh, yeah, we, we sort of just take a few things that have happened in the, the world of sport and we elaborate on, on them and, and have a little deep dive into the annals of sport to see when it's happened before. So, uh, yeah, it's one of those sort of things. We just love talking about sport. It's the only thing I know anything about. So... Uh, so yeah, we, that's, that's basically it in a nutshell. We, uh, we just sort of have a bit of fun, have a bit of banter and have a couple of cold ones while we do it. So it sounds bloody grouse. And I'll tell you what, sport has never been more important than in 2020 because it's a thing that keeps people together. And, and it's also, you know, the only fucking good thing going on. If you're sitting in lockdown, just looking forward to 20 days in a row of AFL on the TV or anything else and all the uh, US sports have started up again. So, mate, you're doing a good thing, keeping the people entertained. They need it. Uh, thank you so much, mate. Um, but, yeah, I think sport at this time is fucking super important, right? Like, you actually don't realise how much you, you miss it until you're deprived of it. And then when you actually get it all back, you're like, holy shit, this is way too much sport. But it's... um. It's one of those things where, yeah, we're, we're in kind of a bit of a purple patch at the moment in world sport with all the American sports going on. Obviously, the Aussie one's coming into finals. And, yeah, so, I mean, it's, uh, yeah, it's, it's I've, I've, yeah, as I said, I'm, made, I'm intellectually challenged. So, if I had to talk about anything else, I'd be, I'd be fucked. What, um, you guys didn't muck about, though, with, when it comes to guests. Like, one of your first episodes, and this is where I learnt about your podcast, because you actually got a run on a Perth news website, and it was a quote. Um, someone emailed it to me at work, actually, at my place of, of work. They, they said, uh, they're like, oh, what the hell? They, firstly, they thought it was us, and we'd done all right and got Warney on the podcast. <laughs> but then it was a quote from, from Warney's son, and then he's realized it's not our podcast at all. And he's gone, who the fuck are these guys? And I've sent it to Andy and said, what the fuck is this shit? And, <laughs> and that's how it. So tell us about Warney, mate. He's first guest straight out the box, open up with the big guns. Yeah, we've got. I've like luckily, I got a. We got. We got uh, uh, an old man that sort of spent a lot of years in the sports industry. So, and I worked at Fox Sports for about seven, uh, six and a half years. So it's one of those ones where you kind of create sort of uh, friendships and stuff like that. And yeah, mate, we were obviously very lucky to get Wardy off the off the bat early. Uh, Good pun. And and, and it was. Uh, yeah, we we just yeah we've sort of been lucky with the guests that we've got. We've we've got some mates that ended up being sportsmen and and all of that. So yeah, no, yeah, it was lucky. But Warney's one of one of a kind and loves a yarn, loves a good chat. So no, it was good. Absolutely, I need to know. Um, what, can you tell us what Warney smells like? Well, he was in Melbourne. Um, 
we're oh. in the middle of a lock the lockdown. But I can tell you, I've I've met him before, uh, and it's SW twenty three. Uh, that's what he smells like. Uh, that's his fragrance of choice, and that's the one that you can find at all good chemist warehouses. <laughs> no shit, I'm getting down the shop to buy that now. What does that smell like? It's right next, cigarettes, it's, VB. It's right next to the it's right next to the VB yeah. fragrance. Must be amazing. Uh, but you, when you, you get, there's no sorry. export one, which is disappointing though. For uh, for for what? Which one of you lives in Perth? Oh, was I over here? That's me. Uh, okay, I heard you talking about Emu Export. It's a great drop. Oh, it's one of the best. The world's smash, most smashable beer. It's just it's good for all occasions. It's good warm. We we I grew up on VB in Victoria. And it's just, you know, it loses its punch when you get to um, above, uh, you know, about room temperature, which is when export really takes over. <laughs> oh, really? Is that is export good slightly warm? It's it's almost better. It just sits in the back of the car, Kimberly cool. And, you know, you've always got one. You turn up to your mate's party, you throw them in the esky, but you drink the first couple warm and it's not a problem. Perfect. Mate, I might need to give that. I might need to ship some in and then give it a try. You're going to be... Yeah, we'll get you details. There's going to be a lot of disappointment in that, I would say. But, um, <laughs> Mate, send us a case, Wazza. What's... Um, Oops, I'll make it happen. What's your go-to, Tommy, <laughs> off the wood? My go-to... Yep. Mate, I'm a, re- I'm a Reshers man. Um, uh, but you know what? If they don't do that, then I'll, I'll, I'll settle for a, a carton draft. Uh, but if I if I'm want to get real fruity... Uh, I heard about your the Ben spoke um, the double IPA. I haven't had that one. Old cluster eight. That sounds like a, a good Sunday well, night. Um, but yeah, yeah, I've had a few of the Ben spoke brewing ones, and they're pretty good. I don't mind an IPA, hoppy as fuck. <laughs> the best. No, that's um, that's fantastic. Everyone's got their, their go to tins. We we like to rate them by sessionable sessionability. So. You know, that Bent Spoke, though, not a real sessionable beer. A couple of them, and I was literally buckled on the potty, so. Mate, I've done that same thing where you go, I've I've been I've been out, like, uh, out playing a bit of social cricket, and then I've come home, and I've gone, fuck, I need a beer. And I went and smashed, like, uh, I think it was a modus operandi, the, uh, the double IPA, and I didn't realise that thing was, like, 13%. And I, like, I drank three pretty quick, and next thing you know, I was like, I felt like I was on a on like a Sydney to Hobart boat the whole time. Like I didn't know, I didn't know what I was doing. I was spewing everywhere. It was, it was, yeah, not not appealing. Thirteen <laughs> percent. That, that is rough. That is rough. That'll that'll put you back in your box quick, pretty quick. So. <laughs> Very quickly, um, mate, Tommy, a man of the sports. Um, I've got something we. We can't, obviously, you know, for our listeners' benefit. I can't not ask you this, but have you got a, a punting tip for us? Have you got a young sportsman, an up-and-comer or woman or, a, you know, an outside tip, something that we should be putting our money into? Something, you know, a sure thing, better than the RBA cash rate at 0.25%, something we can really bet on. Ooh, um, okay. Well, I reckon uh, there's a, a young Australian golfer by the name of Hannah Green. Uh, female golfer, and I think she's due for a win. She's a, she, they've got a tournament this weekend, I think, in America. I can't remember exactly where it is, probably middle America in Trump land. Um, but, uh, yeah, so she's a good tip. And I think for the Masters golf, this is my, this is my sure thing. And I know golf obviously has it's, – it's not everybody's cup of tea – but uh, you get you get some pretty juicy odds. But I'd I'd uh, I'd throw a I'd throw a couple of hundred on Rory McIlroy to win the Masters. 
B McElroy. I'm just writing this down. Excuse my silence. Yeah. <laughs> just scribble that and down. Just do I remortgage the house? Yeah. Do I redraw the redraw the mortgage, or am I? Is it just a couple of cartons of beer sort of value that I'm putting on this? Oh no no no! Take a second mortgage out for sure. <laughs> okay, no, that's good. what we're doing. No no no! Hundred percent. You can you can put the house on it. Done. It's already done. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but what 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 are you? Uh, I've been listening to some of your stuff, boys. It's it's good gear. And Andy, oh, we... I'd like to congratulate you and Mel, mate. Uh, oh, jeez, thanks, Tommy. Engagement. And uh, how's her ankle, buddy? She she healing? Is she is she rising? Is it rest, ice, compression, elevate that sort of stuff? Look, we did a bit of that. Funnily enough, we got back here to Sydney, and um, the ankle stayed swollen swollen for a long time, and then she's taken up. Um, because times are tough. She's taken up pole dancing um, and that includes dancing in high heels. So she came back the other night and said her ankle was completely rooted again because she's been dancing in high heels. So the ankle's fucked. Um, but, um, Jesus, that's a that's, – see, now that, if there was a punting market on that, that would be a good – that'd be a good sport to punt Well, on. I don't know. Yeah, pole right. dancing, it needs to have a more competition sort of style to it. Um, fastest to the top, quickest to the bottom. I'm not sure exactly. But... <laughs> Most rotations in 20 seconds. Yeah, that's right. Uh, I mean, I think there's something in that, boys. I think so. <laughs> um, but mate, I hope I hope it gets better. I hope her ankle heals up just right. Yeah, I think she'll be. I think she'll be right. She's a tough nut, you know. She has to be. <laughs> Um, so yeah, mate. I, I hope you boys aren't offended by, uh, in all seriousness, by it. Um, we obviously don't want to ruffle any feathers, mate. The, the feathers and, are uh, ruffled. We've been offended. Oh, We've had fe- time to think it through, and we're over it. So um, I think I think we can um, we can be podcast friends, and um, absolutely. And we'll get you boys on the podcast as well, and we can uh, we can do a bit of uh, a sort of podcast. It sharing. sounds like it. How does that sounds sound? great. And we'll we'll call the boys off. We'll um, see if we can get hold of Jeff and the hot bogan and just tell them just to tone it down a notch. We might have got carried away in one of those episodes. <laughs> yeah, if you can get if you can get Jeff Rowe before he buys a firearm, that would be. <laughs> yeah, I think that's a bit late. He's down in Tassie though. You've got the you've got Bass Strait between you guys, so you, you're semi safe until till um, the borders open up. Mate, we really appreciate you um, coming on. I'm sure we can be potty friends in the future. Um, no, absolutely. And, uh, yeah, no, thank you so much for having me, mate. And uh, I wish you guys all the best. And, yeah, it's a uh, it's, uh, dog-eat-dog world out there after everybody in fucking lockdown decided to create a podcast. So. <laughs> That's right. That's right. We're going to eat more dogs than everybody else, so fuck them. Exactly. Oh, thanks so much, boys. Cheers, Cheers Tommy. Thanks, bloke. Hooroo. Hooroo. See ya. Right. Isn't that just the worst? Was what's that? He's a good bloke, because he just seems like hell. a good bloke. We we tore shreds off him for three episodes. Turned, I know, but at the same it's time, very. <laughs> um, no, look, that was epic. Good on Tommy, and what a what a sick lad. And um, I did get around about ten minutes of their podcast. But it sounds like he's done a bit of research. I think he did um, more research than we did, by the sounds of it. But I'm <laughs> I'm pretty keen to have a listen. I will. Might have to dive in. Oh, there he is. Switch the video on. Well, yeah, no, that that was sick. I'm, but, I've just but, got to put a bit of money on those. That's um, that's all time. It was a Hannah all Green. Time. Hey, yeah, Hannah Green, Rory McIlroy are in the Masters. I think that's a um, 
that's a, a and more obvious one, but you get a good odds on on the um on, on the, the golf. golf. A bit like surfing, it's longer odds, you know. It's like anyone's game until it's not. Yeah. Yep. Yep. If you know your stuff, you can clean up, but usually you just lose money. Um, yeah. So well, let's get back to our regular schedule. Scheduled. Well, regular schedule, eh? mate. We've got to know uh, what you've got off the wood as well, because we didn't go through it. Oh shit! So it's a bit of a sad state of affairs over here, um, because I didn't have any beer. Uh, I've been drinking red wine for the last few days because I've had friends staying, and that's what you do. But I'm actually on a sparkling alcoholic seltzer, infused with a hint of passion fruit. It's Australian-made Quincy. Uh, so it's a fermented rice beverage, which I think is Japanese. It's like called Chuhai, I believe. But anyway, fermented rice with passion fruit. It's um, it's like a fancy UDL. Yeah, I like it. That's all right. Low in sugar. Low in sugar. Uh, Always a winner. 4% alcohol, so low in booze as well. So that's what I'm rocking. Don't judge. Never judging, mate. As long as you've got something to take off the wood. Um, I've got uh, I've got the Wacker Chungi Lagers back again. They're quite nice beer. Oh, I, yeah. I got suckered in. Um, but I went back to Dan's and bought a case because I really liked them. I thought it was quite nice as per the label. Um, and they're, they're pretty funny, actually. If anyone is checking them out, they've got a, their whole carton is just full of piss take story about who they are. It says like circa 1623 or something like that. I was like, fuck, these guys have been around a while. And they're like Australasia's oldest brewery, but it's all just a complete bullshit yarn on the back of it. They reckon like they stole the recipe off the people that built... Um, <laughs> Some from the fucking pyramids or or something like that. <laughs> it's just a f- full full so shred. So yeah, I'm yeah, absolute trash. But uh, now I'm all about it. It's it's quite nice. I'm I'm all on board. Yeah, good. So what t- today we wanted to talk to Tommy and just sort sort that out. And look, you know, keep keep commenting, keep hashtagging fake news every time they post anything. But um, yeah. Uh, but today's episode is all bar snacks. Other than that, so we've we've thrown it out to the people. Um, we've got some listener bar snacks. We've got a few little bits and pieces to talk through ourselves. Um, so should we just get stuck into that? Fire away, mate. Where do you want to start? I want to talk to you about whales. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you do. <laughs> so a couple of things. Whales are supposed to be really intelligent, right? Is that is yes. that a thing? It's definitely a thing. So I, I, I think it's a thing, but like intelligence as per the you know, the octopus or the chameleon or something like is often construed from being uh, cognition, you know, speaking words and communication. But I think whales can do different things like sensing, um, uh, what is it, magnetic fields and shit like this and navigating through those sort of means. So, yes, intelligent in other ways like the octopus or the chameleon, definitely. Yeah, so in the Strait of Gibraltar, um, orcas have been harassing yachts and damaging vessels and injuring crew. So they've been attacking boats, right? And then it got me thinking that these 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 whales are smart. They're always they started on the land, right? Well, they started in the water. They went to the land. They didn't like it. They came back. As far as evolution goes, wait, what is that a real thing? That's a real thing. That's why they breathe air. So they were kind of a hippopotamus crocodile looking thing back in the day. Shit. So they've tasted really? land and they're looking at us and I think they know what's going on. I think they know the humans are fucking with shit on the earth and I think they're coming for us. And then not long after I've came up with that, 
about 280 uh, whales have beached themselves off the west coast of Tassie. So I've taken that as the first landing of the War of the Whales. What do you uh, think? I think pilot whales are horrendously named because they are the worst pilots of <laughs> all fucking whales. <laughs> it's <laughs> and it's always the fucking pilot whales that get beached. What the hell are they on about? They're, they're the opposite of pilot whales. Land whales. And then it, just drunk whales. They just follow each other into the sand. It, yeah. I don't, I don't know. They, the, they don't know, like, obviously every time they beach themselves, and they do it a fair bit down WA, they had a big one at Hamlin Bay as well, and it's like always the pilot whales and they think it's their cutting corners or something like this. Like, is it is it their own population correction? What are they doing? Where, how, how does it... Like, just following each other off a uh, onto the sandbar. It's the equivalent of when your old man said, oh, and if... If Jeffro Saucehead was doing drugs or or going to jump off a cliff, would you do them as well? Would you jump off a cliff? Probably would. Well, I think if they're as as intelligent as as we say they are and they communicate, then it could be a sort of a cult situation where you've got one cult that says, look, the life is on land. Uh, It's going to be glorious and we're all going to go there in this date. They swim to the west coast of Tassie. They all get there and then it's the Kool-Aid situation. They realise that they've been led up the garden path and they're all fucked. I think that's high, I reckon that's it. Well, they, I reckon there could be something in this because there was a, a humpback whale um, in Kakadu, in the Adelaide River um, in Kakadu National Park, so up in Darwin, swimming up this filthy creek. There's three of them. And they've, that was at the same time as these uh, orchestrated attacks of by the whales in the Strait of Orca. Gibraltar. Orchestrated So yeah, we've got, got orcas attaching, attacking from Darwin, not dissimilar to the to the Japanese in uh, World War Two. We've got an orchestrated attack on the west coast of Tasmania, pilot whales. We've got attacks in the Strait of Gibraltar. I think there's something going on here. There's a war of the whales, and and everyone's oblivious to it because they're all stuck on this. U.S. politics and coronavirus. We should be looking to the ocean because that's where the real whales is. are. Um, whales are animals that they sing. You know, it's the whale song. It's very, very well Ooh. documented, right? Well, Something like that. They, that's how they talk. Whether they're singing, that's um, it's hard to say. That's just what they're in for. Maybe like that they're communicating through that some of these shit artists. Like some of the music coming out at the moment is fucking horrendous. Like you go back to the twenties, music wasn't too bad. It was all pretty happy, you know, nice and light, little kind of ballads with a with a sunny beat behind it, even mm-hmm. through the fifties, sixties especially. And now, you know, there's some of the shit that is being churned out. Maybe they're just they're being called by some of these artists. Maybe um I don't know. Yeah, well, I mean, I think when Bjork was really killing it back in the nineties, then you would have expected more whales to have to have made land. So I don't know. Do you think? I don't think anyone's sh- done that actual the, the analysis of the data, though. You know, That's true. top forty That's true. hits. What's getting played constantly? I mean, what's the top song in Tassie at the moment? Probably that well, wet ass pussy. And they're like, "Fuck, it's wet on land. It's finally raining on land. We're up there. Let's get that yep. pussy." The whales yeah. are coming for it. Little do they know, there's there's none of that on the west coast of Tasmania. None of that at all. <laughs> do you think there was all um, occupied? There's more shit music now, or it's just that you get to hear more of it now. Like back in the fifties, it was a lot harder to record and show people your music. But there must have been a lot of shit musicians out there. Even back in like the uh, 
Mozart days, there must have been some terrible, terrible bands, terrible orchestras out there just playing rubbish. Absolutely, they were. But that's why the filter was like you couldn't just record yourself. It's like these days anyone can have a fucking podcast. I mean, look at us. <laughs> Any you know, we put it out there. A- and and we're on Spotify. We've gone fucking global. Some there's a few people listening in South Africa. We're getting downloads in the Congo or something. Like we we're everywhere, and I don't think we necessarily deserve to be. But you know, well, back in the day, have we looked at where our podcast to, distribution is and where these whales are attacking? That would make sense. Yeah, I don't think it's us though. I've not called any whales. I've not asked. Well, how do you know? Not, not big whale. Yeah, no, it's a good point. It's a good point. Enough of this waffle. But you know what? Speaking of whales, what about sharks? (laughs) Whale sharks. Are whale sharks sharks or whales? They're dolphins, aren't they? They're mammals. Whale sharks? Not whales. Sorry, not whale sharks. Killer whales. Killer whales are dolphins. I just had this conversation with my friend who was staying. He's like, are killer whales even whales? And I was like, yes, they definitely are because they've got the hole on the back. They're, killer whales are whales, but whale sharks are sharks. Whale sharks are sharks. Killer whales, whale sharks eat plankton, but killer whales eat... Eat whales and dolphins. Eat whales and, and dolphins seals. and stuff, but they're actually part of the dolphin family. they oh, okay. got teeth. They don't... Yeah, they don't eat krill and stuff. Yeah, I don't right. know what defines a whale and a shark, but I know... I know that killer whales are part of the dolphin family. Right. But that's fucking irrelevant. We're not um, water botanists. Is that what it is? Water, water botanists. Botanist. I don't think that's what it is. No. <laughs> it is now. I'll fucking call it what I want. <laughs> Any water um, botanists out there that want to call in and give us a... <laughs> um, no, I speak of sharks. So I saw a clip on Instagram, Matt Wilkinson. I don't know if you saw this. I think you saw it. You yeah, must I have did. sent it to me. But uh, Matt Wilco was just paddling in at Ballina somewhere or North Coast New South Wales and just got circled by a, like a six-foot shark, maybe bigger than that. And then it, it sort of saw him coming, ducked a little deeper, so he didn't even see it, circled around behind him, went all the way up to his toes, had a sniff, and then just darted off at the last minute and like super scary. What do you think about that? It's happening. It's happening everywhere. And that, that was my um, excuse when people say, oh, you surf heaps, are you scared of sharks? No, nah, I'm not scared of sharks at all. But my my justification was it was like, I don't surf as much as some people. And like pro surfers is a great example because pro surfers are in the water every day. That's yep. their, that's what they've got to do all around the world, everywhere. And they're not getting eaten. So they've got a much higher chance. And I've, I mean, scratch out Bethany Hamilton. But Mick apart Fanning from that, almost no got eaten. Chomped. Yeah, he didn't really though, did he? It was just an inquisitive little shark. Didn't almost get eaten. What it wasn't? Yeah, it it's, wasn't it's that pretty little, cooked though. That whole in, east coast. Yeah, it's full on. Um, we got a bit of shark action coming up. Hopefully, in the next month or so. So keep your ears peeled for some shark podcasting. We're gonna have one off the wood shark week. We're we gonna do that, are we? Pretty much shark month. I think shark month. Fuck yeah. But um, we'll, we'll, no, we won't we'll promise. We won't make promises until until they turn up. Yeah, we're good at that though. We need some water botanists on, um, sort us out. Damn straight. Should we go to um some, to- some listener questions? Oh yeah, I put that on the gram. Hey, um, 
Have you got, Have you got a list of the listener questions? I've got my phone right here. I'm talking to you on it. Let's go to some listener questions. Yeah, I just, like this. I like you reaching, getting in touch with the Instagram people. I've been yeah, sharing some, a few um, memes lately and and um, whacking our little label on it. And hopefully people appreciate those because I think they're pretty old. funny. Yeah, get around the uh, Instagram. I'm just grabbing to get into the Instagram. But while we're there, did you see JB on the um, on the pylon down at Cottesloe? This week, uh, JB wow. being Julie Bishop f- wearing yeah. a pink frock, oh, wow. standing on the what do you call that thing? The floating it, pylon. It's the pylon. It's actually the old um, pylon from the shark net from the bloody sixties or whenever they put it in there years ago. Yeah, and she's standing on it. Is because is that hard to climb up? I didn't think a lady of her age would be able to get up there. Well, I mean, don't ever underestimate Julie Bishop, but True. it is quite hard to climb up. She might have had a hand. In it. She is wearing a bloody dress. That's worth um, trolling. Trolling? Nah, don't troll. Just get onto JB's Instagram and have a little look. I don't see think there. we should. We need to get. Like, I think that would be the the highlight of one off the wood if we could get Julie on. We could probably pull the pin on it if we can pull that off. Just say All that's right. the last, last episode. episode. Yeah. Yeah, done. That probably <laughs> shut us down anyway. Don't yep. release that. <laughs> it's over. Have you got those or do you want me to grab my phone? I've got them here. So, right. um, listen to me. questions. Um, you happy to run with all of them? I don't know if yeah, you've had a look. Yeah, we'll, we'll run with all of them. And if it's shit, we just will move on. That sounds like a good thing. All right. So, TPAP, he wants to know about Waz's 60 series. Uh, he owns one himself. Look, that's a really long story, TPAP. And one day I'll talk about my big trip around Australia. But I'll give you the stats. It was a HJ60 84 model. Bought it for about six grand. It had 150,000 Ks on the clock. Dead straight, little number. Um, did a few mods to it and then did 50,000 Ks around Australia in it with my best mate. Set up. No, just a straight uh, HJ, no turbo. But we did put extractors on it when we were in Alice Springs. Went and saw um, Sprint Mufflers. Sprint Mufflers, I think, one of them. Uh, it was a weapon and weapon of a car. Got us everywhere. And it was, we did drown it twice, actually. And there's a video on youtube if you go to just search brad and was traveling oz um and it's up at rainbow bay if everyone knows uh when you go up to noosa and you drive north and you get up to double island point and then you got to drive from double island point into rainbow bay and you you don't do it at anything but low tide and you definitely don't do it in a swell now it was dead low tide when we did it and there's a massive swell um and i'm sitting on the roof videoing and just told Brad to hit it. And we pretty much drove it through the ocean. We copped a wave like in the in the driver's door window, straight over the bonnet. The um, We had those musical horns on the car. That The relay for that shorted out. So halfway across, the musical horns are going off. And then the bloody bonnet starts smoking. We ran into a tree underwater and um, snapped the, bent the U-bolts, completely lost a leaf spring. And the whole axle was barely attached, just the front axle, just like rubbing in the wheel guard. Anyway, we made it through uh, remarkably. I forgot to turn the camera off, so you get about three minutes of my um, nipple uh, and us frothing about how stupid slash good that was. Um, spoke to Brad today. He said he'd do it again anytime. So it was a, her name was Lisa as well. I love Lisa. And uh, she's gone Where, to the world yeah. of Where's cool she gone? We sold her, and then a couple of years later, or so the next year actually, it turned up at Wilson's prom at um, Christmas time. I was camping down there with Brad, and his brother calls, and he's like, 
I've just seen Lisa driving into the <laughs> campground. And we were like, fuck off. So we jumped on our treadleys and just like rolled around camp until we found her again. And the, the beast had been been rear or rear ended someone and it had the crinkled bonnet, the poor girl. But um that was a, a bloody ripper car and how I learnt my mechanics from Brad pretty much. Real simple engines. You can see everything, you can pull it out. If it's not working there's probably a reason you can figure it out. So yeah. The the best. Loved it. Loved my old sixty. Lisa, R O P. Well, maybe not. Maybe she's still out there. Lisa, if you're she's out there still out there. This one's for you. <laughs> All right, that was good. Full blown. Uh, have you got access to the questions? You want I don't. to keep rolling them? You just keep rolling through. Okay. This one's for you then. Right it's on. from uh, AJ Mini underscore 44. Min Dog, uh, Mini the Sloth. Oh, is that Mini? Is it? DJ right. to the stars. We've played his music on the pod. Maybe we'll play um, him again. So Mini, Mini says uh, Do you think about washing your legs when you're in the shower? I don't, but my housemate thinks it's uh, oh shit. Thinks I th- it's, I, thinks I it's, think I know what he's saying. So okay. you wash your armpits, obviously. You wash your butt. You wash your balls. You might wash your hair. You might wash your face. But do you wash your legs, or do you just let the soap roll down there and then like kind of brush the soap off? Yeah, I, I like to rub a bit of soap on the legs just for just for um, consistency. I don't, it might be a bit of, um, uh, you know, I need to wash both sides equally, top and bottom, need to cover everything. Um, so, yeah, I wash the legs, Minnie. What about you, Was? Um, I'm trying to think, and I don't really think I do, but... Can't remember the last time should. you had a shower? When I have, when I shower, I get the soap and I rub it in my chest hair to get the lather going Get the lather going. Because, you know, otherwise yep. you get a little sponge of soap and if you don't have a loofah because you've thrown it out because everyone probably should throw them out, you just rub it in the chest hair and it gets it all foamy and then you just use it from there to, to wash the rig. But the legs, I like to use them when I'm in the bush as my, um, as a hand towel. So like, you know, you get some bit of food on your hands, you just rub it on the leg hair, wash it off, you know, then the legs will somehow wash themselves, but... I think surfing when you go on holidays is all right because you get a bit of a shower going on. Whereas, yeah, yeah, if you're not surfing, like when we went to Bluff with Moo, and after four or five days, he fucking stank because you and I were surfing every day. We had to let him know. <laughs> yeah, go and have a go and have a wash, mate. And wasn't and the he legs? Did, he took it on. Yeah, I no. think. <clears throat> look, Mini, I'm on your. I think you can wash your legs. Don't wash your legs. You don't have to wash the legs. It's um, I I don't do it because they need it. I think you should just let them let them go free. Let part of your body um, just build up those those oils. What's next? Thanks, Mini. Thanks, Mini. Uh, Baxter ninety two, our surfing friend from the east coast. Oh, um, yeah. China surfboards or Australian made thoughts? <clears throat> well, is that the only two options? Like you got uh, Australian yeah. made every day of the week. What are those ECS boards that we test drove that time? Where do they make those? Because they feel like they're made in China. Uh, yeah, I'd say they're a Chinese mob. Although, I mean, a lot of them um, come out of the, can't forget the name of the factory, but, you know, the DHDs and the, um, fuck, I've completely lost me, lost me bloody mojo. But a lot of the boards in Australia are punched out of or pre-shaped out of China and, you know, factory stock. And I don't know, I think you'd be surprised what's actually made in Australia. Australia every day, if you can do it, 
I reckon. Um, but the, the, the thing, those ch- shitty Chinese boards that are, you know, really poorly um, finished and stuff, they get the job done and they make an entry market for people that don't want to spend 800 bucks to have a crack at surfing. True. You can go and pick up, you know, a, a shitty fish or even those e- ECS boards for like three, $400 for a brand new stick with plastic fins and it gets you out there and amongst it. So, cowabunga to you, I reckon. There's, they serve a purpose. Um, I probably won't buy one. No. My, I've, my, I'm not really... I'll buy the surfboard I want and usually it'll be an Aussie brand. I've got a Chili and before that I had a JS. Um, I have had a, other non-Australian brands but my th- I'm more with surfboards worried about the, the what they cost and how delicate they are and why has that technology not really improved. Like we, there are some slight improvements but if you pay for one of the top end, you know, epoxy boards and you'll pay 13 1400 bucks for it. It still might snap in the first year. I don't I think they've got the same price tags as snowboards and skis and those things last year for a decade. Um, I think they're overpriced and I think China needs to lift their game and start making some new technology surfboards and then I'm I'm there I'm buying the China ones. My my issue with the China ones is like it's the attention to detail of the finish. Like you can shape a board and get you know, through a program and have it there, but it's it's in the finishing, the sanding of like how much difference it makes when you've got a sharp rail or like, you know, your fin placement or how that water's like, you know, you can shape into a blank the concaves, but yep. unless you continue that shape with the glassing and with the sanding of it, then it's kind of disappears. And I think that's a lot of the problem is it's those fine details that don't get finished well in China because the people finishing them aren't surfers and they don't understand what they're doing. Like their job is to seal this package and get it out the door smooth, you know? Like I think that's a lot of the problem. And even some of those ECS boards had real rank boxy rails on them and not didn't feel responsive at all, even though the materials were all the same. It's the the art of the finish um, that's the key. All right. Yeah, there you go. Next. What do we got? What's next? Uh, FJC Adventures. Do you blokes like getting out and camping and fishing? Yes. Yes, I like getting out and camping. Yes, I like getting out and eating fish that's been caught. But? But I don't really like fishing. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. Easy answer. I like fishing. It's good. Gets you back to that you know, the froth that you get from catching dinner and providing. Like maybe you're more of a berry collector than a I don't know, fisher. Yeah, p- potentially. Mushroom collector. Um, yeah, forage. I, I prefer a forage. Yep. Um, this one's directed at you by Matt F underscore eight. Uh, is Andy still in denial about smoking? What's this about? I have no idea. What is that about? <laughs> have we said something about that on the podcast? I don't know. Sounds like you're in denial still, though. So that's a yes. And well, you're still on. in denial. The only thing I, I can know, think I of know. is when we were at Red Bluff, I was saying, I don't know if we said it on the podcast, but we had rollies. It's good to have some rollies on a road trip. And I'd give yep. myself a limit of one a day for that trip. But then yep. I don't, I wouldn't smoke after that trip. So I don't smoke unless I'm on a road trip with you. <laughs> <laughs> so yes, I am still in denial if that's what that's about. What's next? Perfect. <laughs> Moving along. Um, uh, L underscore Helvo. Um, I think he's a WA bloke. Can we go for a porch hang at Wedge? Yes, mate. 
just slip into the DMs like any respectable girl would do that wants to um, meet Was or Andy, you're probably more likely to get a port chain with me at Wedge these days because Andy's stuck on the East Coast until at least April. So, yeah, sure, mate. Slide into the DMs. I'm keen. I'll bring the ski. It'll be fun. Uh, yeah, I won't be there because I don't think your Premier is planning to open up the border until March. Soft yeah, according to the federal budget, April. Fuck you guys. Stay over there, mate. We got the resources, the, um, the resources. state budget, the, the trade balance is looking fantastic. Money's in the bank. You can fuck off the rest of you. Stay home. That's all we got, mate. Listen to questions. Uh, Black Hockey Wines wants to talk about China and tariffs and Mao Zedong and um, the opium wars of 1840, but that's fucking for another time. Sam, we'll get back to you. Yep. We already talked about China. China. Did we? China. It's the Chinese virus. Trump's been entertaining there? me There's this week. There's definitely more there than that. Was there? Oh, fuck. Um, I don't know how to see them all. Oh, Lewis Springs says, hi. <laughs> G'day, mate. Uh, G'day, mate. <laughs> You're all right. Not a question, though. No, not <laughs> More really, of a is it? statement. Um, I think that's all I've got there. Um, we can drop into an, another bar snack. You got what's this dog bite about? Um, yeah, okay. All right. So I went for a run the other day and I run the same run usually. And part of it runs around the edge of a dog park. This is last week. So I run around the edge of the dog park and the dogs, you know, they don't normally don't pay any attention to me. They're too busy being dogs, having a good time. Uh, but the other day, like a big black dog just started chasing me. So I stopped and it was being a bit of a dick about it. Um, Would you say it's being a bit of a dog cunt? Being a dog. Fuck um, dog, you fucking so, dog cunt. And then like it wouldn't, so I couldn't run off because it was just going to chase me. And the owner was like, oh, I'll come and get it. It's not going to hurt you. But it's like, it's not going to listen to you either, is it? Because this dog's out of control. Uh, but anyway, I didn't get bitten. And she told me it was a dog park. I was like, yes. But it's also a human park as well. You just have a dog that's out of control. So that was so my what, first dog interaction. What was this dog doing? Was it, it chased you. It chased you. Yeah, and it wouldn't let me, wouldn't let me go. It was going to keep coming at me. Big black dog. What, what did you do? Did you just turn around I and just, face it? You like yeah, I just stared the, there. Stare it down? I stared it down until she came and got it, but she couldn't call it off. But that's not it when I got bitten. You. So What? <laughs> so then fast forward a few days later, I'm running up the hill near my house and there's a lady and another lady stop talking and they're blocking the path. They've both got a dog, a medium-sized black dog and some little dog. And the medium-sized black dog's not on a leash. And she moves to the side and I run past. And the dog jumps up and bites me as I run past. And she's like, and, for, and fuck knows why. And that's all it did. And um, had a bit of an exchange with her. I was like, what the fuck is going on with all these dogs attacking me at the moment? Anyway, I looked down and it's like ripped a massive hole in my T-shirt. Uh, <laughs> like a proper, on the, what a bite on the ass. Just wanted a piece. Bit me on the arse on the back of the t-shirt. And like in hindsight, I'm thinking, you know, I could have, I, I just, I didn't get pissed off enough, you know. And both both yeah. of these interactions, I probably should have, 
I just was kind of, yep, all right, these dogs are fucked and their their owners are probably the problem here, not the dogs, uh, especially the second one. Like, I don't know what she was doing with no leash on a dog on the street. Maybe you need to start washing your legs more. Well, you've been wiping steaks on them or something. Well, this, yeah, I don't know. And I was kind of, you feel pretty um, exposed when, in your shorts when there's a dog. Like, if you've got jeans on, you feel like you could probably put the boot in. Um, and, and take the dog on. But with all that flesh showing, I'm not that keen to sort of fight a dog. I don't know what you think about you yeah, know, ripping I, the boot in. I, it, it really highlights like how absolutely useless humans are. Like I always think about that when we're in the bush, how good it is not to have bears in Australia because well, we're fucking useless. Like we don't run fast. We've got like no teeth and our defense like your defense when the dog bites you what are you gonna do choke it out or something like kick it kick it then choke it out yep that's the plan kick it and choke it but that's the we've got we're too fleshy they're gonna um they're gonna inflict damage and the dog bite's not good it's, it's gonna tear it's gonna twist it's, it's gonna not. get infected that thing's been eating its own shit for months I'm like yeah just do yeah we i got bitten in um when i was a kid riding my bike and same thing dog off a leash in the street just rode past and they like called the dog and it was a labrador like friendly looking thing obviously hated bikes and it was like i was just cruising past like and it jumped up and bit me on the ass and luckily i had my jumper around my waist 90s style and it it still managed to put like two tiny little puncture wounds in my ass through like shorts and a jumper around my waist like what the fuck yep a couple of weeks ago in Perth, um, uh, a dog owner died. They had one dog put down because it was because um, it attacked someone in the street. And then recently, then a couple of weeks later, the dog like killed one of the owners, and the other bloke came running over to a house. It was like, "Help! He's been bitten by a dog, and it's real bad." Mm. And then the cops turned up. Apparently, he's like mauled this dude. Like not not just like you know, bit him. Not, he, not he just a hole died. in the back of like, the t-shirt. Yeah, yeah, chewed, chewed the fuck out of him. Like, we've got to be careful who we're hanging out with, you know? Well, um, yeah, look, we've got these dogs. They were wolves. We've we've trained them up to be our friends. Uh, it's a dangerous game, though. It's a dangerous game. Dangerous we're living game. with predators. They're, they're going to... Um, they're going to team up with the whales, aren't they? And come out of them. You know, I was, something I was thinking about just then on whales beaching themselves like no other animals kind of do that shit do they like you don't see like monkeys jumping out the top of a tree and the other monkeys are like yeah fuck yeah this is what we're doing up the tree and then we jump off and it's everything's fine like well what the hell humans do it right so humans fuck up and die on their own accord but it's an accident once yeah but yeah most animals come to grief through a predator not by their own stupidity Unless you're a kangaroo running out, well, yeah, kangaroos running in front of cars, maybe is that is that uh, on par? Yeah, but I mean, on on mass, like the only other time you see it in humans is when it's a cult, like you said. So yep. you, maybe maybe there is a cult, maybe there is this this cult. I think you've just nailed it. Like I've come I, full I think, circle. I'm on board I'm now. It. it religion has infected the whales. Some sort of um, you know singing religion. Some some terrible artist has just got got in and under. Or, the, or it's 5G, obviously. It could be 5G, but the only th- argument for it not being 5G is that it's the west coast of Tasmania. There's not much 5G there, I don't think. 
Nah, and it happens all the time. <laughs> it's definitely no 5G going on in Kakadu. Um, in Kakadu. That's absolutely for sure. Um, you, you, Man, you sent me these bar snacks, right? I have no idea what the hell they are. Dog bite, that seemed pretty obvious. But this next one, it just says following randoms. Right? Yeah. What the hell is that? What's that? Well, how good is it just to follow randoms? <laughs> what? Oh, so it's literally following randoms. So I was watching a podcast called Your Mum's House, which is Tom Segura, who's a stand-up comedian, and his wife. Yeah. Actually, the guest was Chris Stefano, who's a stand-up comedian from New York. And if you Google him, 9-11, uh, he's got a bit on 9-11, which is just top-notch comedy and well worth a watch. Uh but there, anyway, the, the, who's, one of the guys was talking about, he's got a bit of time on his hands and he's, he kills time by like pretending to stalk people, but in actually stalking them. So, he'll follow the, so he's, he followed this woman uh, around the shopping center. She got in her car. He got in his car. He followed her to the, to the supermarket, followed her around the supermarket, followed her back to her house uh, and then went back to his house just for fun. Just to see if he could do it, not because he wanted to do any murdering or anything like that. And Fuck, it I'm so glad me this is that what it's about because I've actually thought about this a couple of times. But I'll let you go on, carry, carry. Well, on. I, the, the only reason I bring it up because it reminded me that some years ago I, I was in Sydney for a six-hour period. I can't even remember why. If I had to go for a course, or I think maybe I had to go for a visa or something, and I was bored, and I ended up just following randoms. Just I'd pick like a guy. I was like, how long can I tail him for and let's see what they're up to? And I just did it for fun in Sydney. And it was quite quite entertaining. So, Where did people end up? Where did you go? Oh, Where it's not you, usually that exciting. At? They go to the shop. <laughs> they go back to there, <laughs> get on the train. <laughs> people are boring. Man, I, I've, I've actually thought about it. I think maybe when I first started driving, I remember being on the Monash Freeway in Melbourne and just like, looking at this guy next to me in the car and we were like, you know, bumper to bumper traffic. And I'm like, I'm not too stressed because I don't really have to be anywhere. But like this guy looks like he's stressing out. And I'm like, yeah, I wonder where he's going. Like, what's his deal? And he cut in front of me and I'm like, all right, I should just take this exit. And it wasn't my exit. And I was like, I should just follow this guy and see where he ends up. What's he up to? Is he going to play sport? What's the rush, mate? What's your deal, eh? And I never did it, and I kind of regret it. I might do it next time. I might just get next time. I'm not sure what's going on. Jump on the freeway, first exit. Um, just just follow the next person and go to the gig. Mate, imagine they're going to a gig or something. They're going to a, a party. Follow so, someone that's dressed up. Maybe you want to pick a car, right? Pick the right kind of car to do it. Yeah, and I think if you're seeing someone who's road raging around and is in a real hurry, it'll be interesting. So, what is it that's got them in such a huff? Like, are they just trying to get to work on time? Because if that's the case, that's, um, you know, not really worth the, worth the effort. But maybe they've got to get to the hospital because something's happened. Or So uh, let's put it to the listeners. Do some stalking this week. Follow a random and report back. Don't make contact with them. See if you can get away with it. Let us know what they're up to. It's follow a random we- week. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I... I think in Perth you'll do really well because I know that drivers do not use their mirrors at all. So no one's going to fucking notice in Perth if you're just following a random. You follow them all the way back to their house. They're not going to know until you knock on the door and be like, hey, mate, that's some good driving. Like, you got to let them know. So Perth people, feel free to get around. Like, those mirrors, 
No one uses them. It's ridiculous. So, yeah, get amongst. I like that. Follow a random week. I'm definitely doing it. I'm, I'll report back in, my, in our next episode. Hopefully, we don't have a guest because that's going to end up real fucking weird. It's like, all right, Andy, how, how did you go with your um, your homework? Just, yeah. just excuse talk- us for a minute while we talk about what we did last week. Yeah, we'll, we'll save that if we've got a guest next week. Now, that is brilliant. People are people are interesting characters. I don't know if you've got a, an Android phone, but Google send me like my stats every um every month. They're like, "Hey, you visited this many places, and you did this, and here's a highlight." Like you were down here, and I actually quite enjoy it because like I'll be fucked if I tried to murder anyone because I've got no alibi. Just my phone tracks me everywhere, and I get this nice report. But it, you can pick a day. I'll go back. I'll have a look at it, and like. Yeah, but obviously that's Google, Google won't in. give that shit up though. So even if you do go on a murder spree around WA and Google says, oh, what have you been up to last month? You've been here, here, here and here. Cops cops can't get it, I don't think. Oh, well, sweet. <laughs> that, that's a relief then, isn't <laughs> so it? So if you Fantastic. want to follow a random... <laughs> I had a, well, I was clicking through and the bloke at work, I was like, check this out. And I was like, give me a random day, I'll tell you what I was up to. And it was like the most the most random. Friday night we went out for beers and we ended up we had beers in the city. Then we went to a house party, left the house party, went to a bottle shop, went back to the house party, went to another house randomly, got home at 2 a.m. And then the next day at midday, I went for a bit of an urban adventure and I just walked 22 kilometers around like the northern suburbs of Perth just to go for a bit of walk. I think I was training for my little Cape to Cape. So I was like, that confuses Google. Like, what the hell is this guy doing? And then Sunday, we went surfing down to Mandra. And then the next day, I went to the footy. And like it was, it's pretty out there. Like, yeah. I, I, what are I we supposed to advertise to myself? This yeah, like who is this bloke? He's very strange, very strange. But you know, adventures. We get out there. We get out and about and do some stuff. Oath. Um <laughs> King Oath. Um, I, I had a bar snack for you because it pops up. I, I don't know if you get Facebook memories, do you? Yeah, I get Facebook memories. They seem to serve them up daily. Although I don't use Facebook daily, so how they're able to keep serving it up daily, I don't know. But algorithms? I like it. I like it. Yeah, it is good. It tells you what you've been what you've been up to, what's going on. They're good. But I, I like it for the photos, and you're like, fuck yeah, that was a good adventure. And like, I think September, October seem to be good adventure months for me in the past. Yeah, same. And yeah. mate, half of them come up with you anyway. Yeah, shit, holidays we've been on, doing good stuff. No, it's good. It's good, good adventure of mine, especially at this time where we're all locked down. It's good to see all the yeah. This time of year for me, all the um, all the ski trips over the last sort of six years pop up, or the last fifteen years, I should say. But um, yeah, it's good, good reminders, good reminders to keep adventuring. Um, uh, but it often comes with with uh, a few reminders that you might not necessarily be. <laughs> Wanting it's to be the reminded shit reminders, of. like, like, because Facebook, I've had it since two thousand and seven, apparently, and some of the statuses I was putting up, I've been deleting them lately. Like, what the fuck was I thinking? Like, do people need to know this stuff? Like the the weirdest shit, and it got me thinking. Right, so I was twenty in two thousand and seven, and I'm putting up stuff. It's like, well, did people want to know this? Did like, was I cool then? Did I think I was cool? And like. Is it just that the times have changed or are 20-year-olds still putting up that same stuff? And if a 20-year-old read my status, would they be like, yeah, that's cool? Like, what, what's happened? 
has the world changed or have I changed or was I just incredibly uncool? I reckon there's a few things going on here. So one, Facebook had only really just been invented. So you didn't know what you were doing. You didn't know what it was. I guess we had MSN and things like that, but it was new. So I think people, you'd still refer to yourself in the third person because I think the status was like um, Andrew is... Uh, and then oh, you'd yeah, say Andrew yeah. is having dinner. Um, but you wouldn't use it like that anymore. So that's part of it. But also you're 20 and yep, you would have been a fucking idiot. Um, we knew each other. You can probably confirm. Yeah. Can confirm because uh, your brain's still developing at 20. Um, I don't think your frontal cortex is fully developed at 20. So yep, you're an idiot. Are 20-year-olds today look- as idiotic? I don't know the answer to that. I think they're better at social media, but probably just as stupid. And TikTok is proof. Yeah, that that's true. And I feel like I hope in ten years they look at what they're putting up and they regret it now. Like they, they're like, oh man, I was so uncool. And yet today they're probably on on Fleck. On Fleck is that what people say? I've never heard of anything called Fleck. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe that's ten years old too. I remember um, the first phone I had that had Facebook on it. You know, you barely on. You had to go through the browser. And one night we're sitting uh, when you and I lived together in St Kilda and uh, we looked up one of our mates, now wives. I was like, oh, let's look this chick up. And instead of like, I tried to find her, I couldn't find her. And then like very shortly after realised that I'd just put her name as my Facebook status <laughs> instead of... <laughs> instead of searching it up, yep. Oh, easy mistake Set, to make. I was like, <laughs> I was like oh dear. And that memory actually came up. I left it on there. So <laughs> it was about this time of year. Just was a was a searching people. What is it, was that's got you frothing this week? Ooh, ooh. Oof. I love this question. This is my favourite part of every episode. What's got you frothing this week? Um, mate. I'll tell you what's got me frothing this week is uh, a little bit of woodworking. I've been getting into my crafts again. whittling. Like, <laughs> I swear you were whittling last time we spoke. I've been whittling a lot. Um, nice. I've been getting into the the, the crafts and like frothing on, um, I get home just watching YouTube, like bushcrafting stuff and ma- just making things. Like it's real wholesome and like you get such a good feeling out of it. But I've been chiseling out another cookser, another cup out of a um, bit of Euro lime and, and doing a few other things and making some spoons and ordered a few little tools online to do it with. Um, but that that's what's like proper been getting me frothing. I want to actually, and now that I've said it, I'll say it on the potty, I won't do this, but I want to make a, make my own knife, but I need a few few more tools. need a, um, a bench grinder and a um, got an angle grinder, but yeah, a few more tools to make it happen. But it's been sick like doing that stuff. And I reckon people... Like every time you go camping, you should set yourself a little challenge, whether it's like super simple, like starting a fire with a ferro rod instead of matches or, you know, make carving out a spatula out of a bit of wood or making some utensils, something fun like that. Like even um, particularly like starting fires, there's a fucking a million ways to start a fire. Like I'm not talking about burning places down, but you can, you can start a fire with, I don't know, obviously the, the bow drill or you're rubbing sticks together or like batteries is a sick one a couple of batteries stacked up and or a nine volt battery and steel wool you just like get that thing and it lights up like 
it's I don't know that sort of shit. So I reckon there's a challenge for people out there that'll get you frothing next time you're going away for the weekend, taking the grommies out or whatever. Set yourself a little little challenge, little bushcrafting challenge. Make something, start the fire with the you know different method. Cook something different. Make a damper. That's what's got oh, me yeah. frothing. Yeah. And I, I noticed what's that you you whittled um the you got the fire to fork wooden cup. You've whittled your own yep. version of that. Yeah, a couple of now. Two. A couple. Two I've made. Yeah. What sort of wood do you do that out of? Well, I did the first one out of pine, um, which is shit because it's just, it's a bit too porous and I sealed it with um, uh, linseed oil, which leaves right. a bit of a taste, but it works. Uh, the second one I've done out of, <laughs> out of Euro lime, so it's a bit softer and it's like a smaller, it doesn't have the big grains in it that pine does, so better for the cooker um, but you're supposed to do them out of birch wood which grows very well in Japan and North America but not so well in Australia so I need to get some timbers in to, to do some stuff with we've got some Australia's just got crazy wood you see all these bushcrafters using like that just it's all straight soft timber everywhere yeah. in North America and they're like oh I'm just gonna build this fucking wall out of straight bits of timber go find a straight bit of gum it's impossible yeah and if it is, it's solid. You need to get yourself a bit but of yeah, hue that, and pine. Yeah, I'll do something with hue and pine. Don't know yeah, what it is. Yeah, but I'm yeah. in loving it. That's what's actually got me frothing. Just you being, don't know what hue and pine is? in the lounge room. No, I, don't what hue, I know what hue and pine is. Oh, you but, do? Um, okay. We don't have it here because no, hue is in Tassie, no. right? Yep. We'll, we'll get, it's all about we'll, Jarrah we'll, around here. Jarrah, Jarrah. and Mary. Ah, nice, yeah. nice, nice, nice. Half the fucking kids in Margs are called Jarrah. Yeah, right. There's not too many hue and pine. It's a... Uh, hue and... <laughs> Tassie, yeah. What's your kid's name? Hue and pine. That's actually a good name. Hue and... I like it. Hue and... Yeah. Hue for short. Hue pie. Yeah. Hue pie. pie. <laughs> H pie. H pie. Yeah. Nah, real good. What's um, What's got you frothing, Andy? Bit different this week. A little bit away from the standard adventures and whatever other bullshit we come up with. But I have purchased myself a new television. Ooh. So I didn't have a very good TV and then I sold the bad one I had. So I had no TV for a while. So just using iPads and stuff. But I bought a big smart TV, 65 inch. It's fucking sick. And then it really came into its own the last four nights. Me and Dave, who's been staying here, we watched Cosmos. Every single episode, um, Neil deGrasse Tyson uh, on the big screen, and it's what's that on? What, what's Cosmos on? It's uh, we watched it on the Disney Channel. No, not the Di- so the <laughs> Dis- yeah Disney have like a um, like a Netflix style thing. Oh right, and he, his his friend had yeah, but his friend had a login, logged in. Yep, uh, watched Beyonce's movie called Good Black Is King or something. Anyway, it's a musical extravaganza. And then, yep, watch Cosmos. Have you seen it? Nah, not at all. Never. Oh, it's not right up your alley. Is Neil deGrasse Tyson going to be the new um, Attenborough? Well, he's like the new Carl Sagan, apparently. Because he's not really an who's, environment guy. He's who's more the of a old science Carl guy. Sagan? Who's the old Carl Sagan? Who's that guy? Well, he's like a science um, communicator. But Cosmos is okay. like, 
it's all about the universe, but it ties it back to a lot of earth discoveries and, um, uh, you know, the evolution of humans, the evolution of the earth, the evolution of the universe. And then it ties it in with the discovery of like electricity and geology and yeah, it's freaking awesome. And if you got yourself a massive big screen TV, it's even better. So it's what it's got me frothing. Right. And if you haven't seen it, you should Fuck go. Yeah. You should settle in because it is right up your alley. Was right up. It's a bit like um like that Sapiens book. Was it Yuval Yuval Noah Harari? I think his name is the guy. Um, with Sapiens is a bit of like because that any of that evolution with the universe, science and physics stuff just fuck it, it blows my mind because that's the world we live in. Yet we're all I don't know focusing on TikTok or setting our Facebook status and the whales have come to let us know that there's bigger things happening around us. The whales are taking this opportunity while we're all focused on other things. We're focused on TikTok. We're all doing our TikTok dances and the whales will just slowly be crawling up the beach and before you know it, they'll be coming up over the dunes. Uh, and, yep. They should know better though. Mega, all the megafauna gets fucked up when it's on land. We yeah. got rid of it all everywhere. North America, Australia. It's all out. It's a bad idea, whales, but good on you. Good on you guys for trying. Send the send the pawns in. Send the pilot whales first. You're yeah, right. That's right. The pilot whales are, are they just the frontline idiots that we send in and then it'll be those orcas that come in uh, uh, over the back. Um, yeah, once the pilot whales have charged in over the banks but yeah look i'm i'm ready to fight whales to be honest i don't think it's gonna to be too much of a challenge for us are you gonna go with a harpoon or are you gonna go with something new um i think we we blow them up i think uh, um dynamite yeah harpoon's pretty old school i think that would scare the whales because obviously there's probably still a lot of a lot of mental scarring from the harpoon days to the whale community I don't know how I'd kill a whale. I don't think I would. I'd just stand like six foot in front of it and be like, go on then, try and walk. What do you got? So, all right. So for whales in the ocean, it's got to eat plankton and krill. So it swims through and it just goes in the mouth. But on land, you don't have that. So to keep a whale alive on land, would we just have to shoot bugs at its face? Mosquitoes. Swarms of mosquitoes. Yeah, just They're fired gonna do into it in the, the tropics. Face. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're maybe the whales. <laughs> they're spreading malaria. They love it. Maybe malaria is going to give them superpowers. They're like a whale eats a mosquito and turns into like the equivalent of Spider Man. It's like whales with little wings flying around. They got these little fucking buzzing around. Imagine that a whale just buzzing around your house and then just lands on it. Squash. That's cool. We've got to stop the whales that. eating the mosquitoes. That's it. That's the end game. That's the end game. End of humanity as we know it. Um, what was I going to say? Was Have you got any mu- uh, music you want to hear? Because we, we've come to the end. We've got a few big things coming in the next month. We won't give them away yet, but, but things are happening. We've got a big month coming up. So get excited. Keep your ears peeled for the next episodes because they should be good ones. Um yeah, you got anything you want to listen to? I can always pull one out of my my ass. Um, if you can pull one out of the ass, that would be good because I've I've just been listening to that Morning of the Earth album, like Simple still. Ben. Man, what a tune! Like I've still I had it on at work. I've forced everybody else to listen to it. 
today because it just is it's just it's there it? and it's inspiring from like um open up your heart what a tune to simple ben mate get people need to get around it search morning of the earth on spotify and um just press play like wow wow um, so yeah no i don't have any new tunes because we, we did play, play that, that one last week start but, to finish. Um, yeah yeah oh you know mini so, mini the sloth wrote in um and he's got he's got a tune it's not that new but it's really good it's his best work yet it's called dawlish sun and we haven't played it and and i really like it so i'm gonna put that on mini the sloth Thanks for the thanks for the chin wag. I've enjoyed it. No worries. Go on, Minnie. Thanks for the tunes.